0: Radio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
1: And welcome. You found the Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz show, a weekly look at all the buzz surrounding drones, autonomous vehicles, the Internet of Things, and all the technology in between, exclusively on America's Web Radio. Catch us live each Wednesday from 2 to 3. And also podcasts available online. I'm your host, Elizabeth Wharton at Lawyer Liz on Twitter. And while I am an attorney, business and technology policy with Hall Booth Smith, this show is not legal advice. If you need a lawyer, hire your own. And with that, you know, we've spent the last couple of shows focused on the more serious side of drones, autonomous cars, and so this week's show, I think, I hope everyone will be as excited as I am once again, because you know, to channel the Joker, why so serious? That technology is meant to be fun, and again, not not always quite so straight lace. So we're gonna take a look at the lighter side, break out of the box so to speak, and look at FPV racing and some of the entertaining and at times educational ways That drones are being used. So, guests today are going to include Todd Wall, co founder or founder of the Drone Racing Club, Chris Toombs with FPV Live, as well as some of the pilots from the Cleveland Quad Squad FPV team. So, again, A little bit of a lighter side, but first we'll get into some of the buzz notes from the news and past shows we had spoken about and had some guests talking about the autonomous cars and looking at Tesla, and Tesla's woes just continue to build a little bit, and They're not unique to Tesla. Uh, I've started seeing some advertisements for Mercedes and their autopilot autonomous vehicles and still waiting to hear from Elon Musk on really how Tesla's uh, vehicles, how their autopilot works. But the lawyers are starting to chime in and look at who gets the ticket and Who has the liability on those issues? And really following up on that, saw liability side, uh, Utah passed what is the, in my understanding, it's been signed and is ready to go. The first law that is going to permit, allegedly, until it gets challenged in court, I'm sure, the bringing down drones that are seen as interfering with fire and other rescue and emergency services and unintended consequences what you know looking delving deeper into utah statute what do they mean by the aircraft systems so can they bring down the operator are we talking stun gun are we talking nets fired out uh that remains to be seen and is one of the questions that look forward to bringing up on a future buzz off show. And uh, for those who are waiting for Amazon uh, deliveries, well, there was a filing with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office that brings perhaps a step closer, but again raises the questions with a uh, lawyers and lawyers. Amazon wants to use lampposts and churches as drone charging stations, uh, perches, nests, so to speak. And, well, that one's going to be interesting. So if you haven't read those articles, seen them, look it up. Because I'm wondering, for example, in neighborhoods where perhaps the homeowners association operates the lamps, lampposts, or other fixtures they're looking to use, I'm going to charge a pretty penny to uh, use them in it. What happens if something breaks on it? Who's going to fix that? So kind of fasten your seatbelts. That's some buzz ahead. And
2: Can I comment on that? Of
1: the course. Possible. And we have we have Todd That's Wall right. with the Drone Racing Club ready to jump in. And That's right. Uh, anyone who is uh, catching the <laughs> broadcast, via the video stream, you're getting the best part of the show because – Todd is geared out, and we have all the fun toys. So, Todd, what are your thoughts on lampposts and Amazon?
2: Uh, Well, you know, I mean, I I see what your concern is. I mean, uh, you know, who pays for what, the power, the maintenance on it, that kind of thing. It would make more sense to me uh, that uh, they would use... More of, uh, like, the billboard signs, right? You know, they're central to highways. Uh, they do have a, you know, bonifiable owner uh, that could be, you know, supply power and, and a the, docking. They could, for
1: the right price. Yeah. I'm sure right. lots of the uh, clear sense, channels right? you know, sure.
2: uh, and stuff. As opposed to lamppost and and what was the other one? It was uh, churches? Churches. Church uh, Not only ingress portals, but they're… Uh, exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: uh, but they're docking stations, or Pokemon Go.
1: Exactly. Right? Well, and Todd is setting me up perfectly exactly. for uh, those uh, fellow players on Pokemon Go. It uh, was still laughing over the drone usage. I have not equipped any mm-hmm. of my aircraft with uh, such needs, but, you know.
2: Hey, that's again, a dedicated player, I got to say.
1: It is. And so with that, getting on to the lighter side, uh, Todd, first of all, are any of your aircraft equipped for...
2: (sighs) Uh, no, but I, I, I used to be an Ingress player. I don't know if you know the backstory on in Ingress. Ingress ah, is uh, created by Niantic Labs, which originally was owned by Google. Right? I was going to say, uh, it's the
1: predecessor. Yeah, exactly. It's, the backbone it, for Pokemon.
2: Right. It's what came before the Pokemon, which that game makes more sense to me. Even though I've got Pokemon on my phone and have played with my son and my kids uh, every so often, it's tough to kind of grasp the, the overall concept of how to win, <laughs> you know
1: true but i mean uh, just by getting outdoors and playing mm -hmm. with technology you're winning a little
2: bit right yeah that's right getting out there it's better than sitting on the couch uh uh, playing video games or watching tv the whole time
1: well you say that but you know i've i've seen people debating putting the putting the cell phone on their roomba oh yeah uh, as well as uh, another the automated robot lawnmower called robomo right. if you're not familiar with that listeners i encourage you find <laughs> robomo there's even a robomo atlanta that fine they're great but it's cheating a little yeah. it's creative it is hacking and thinking right. outside of the box uh yeah. now,
2: leveraging other technology to manipulate other technology right
1: exactly so. which is what it's all about get creative and it Chris teams is sitting with us as well I'm gonna bring you in on this <laughs> have you uh, utilized any of your household appliances or stuff to succeed at games or
3: no but I Thinking about putting a harness on at least one or two of the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. With, points, with, yeah. with one likes to escape and run the neighborhood, so I'm thinking. Well, I might as well put the phone on him. Get some yeah, points for it, him right? that way too, right? right? So I can find him when he gets out. Yeah. You know,
1: <laughs> absolutely. <Getting laughs> some XP, right? You know, it it does kind of. Working in and Todd, this past weekend, uh, Drone Racing Club was working on. I mean, I got to know both you and Chris through some of the STEM projects and yep. volunteering with getting high school and middle school students engaged in technology. So, this past weekend, why don't you tell us a little bit about what, first of all, Drone Racing Club and That's right. then, Give us a, a tease of what y'all are up to and yep. how y'all are working with kids.
2: Sure. So uh so the Drone Racing Club was uh, uh founded by me uh about a year and some change ago uh with kind of the directive to provide uh FPV enthusiasts and pilots and, and competitors a uh, uh a club environment or a gathering uh that would allow the safe you know, responsible operation of drones when you're flying close proximity, FPV.
1: I was going to say, and you know. I, I may be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but when we're talking about FPV, that's first-person view correct what does that mean
2: so first-person view is uh the way that most uh well i should say really all competitive drone pilots with the exception of uh 3d heli uh type of folks uh operate these uh these mini quads these uh, multi-rotor drones that uh, are anywhere from the size of the palm of your hand, on up to, you know, 350, 400 millimeter. Uh, and so they it's it's as if they're in the cockpit of that drone, and that's per- perspective. So the good news is left is left, right is right, up is up, down is down. So it's, you know, it, it mimics the uh, general aviation type of concept, right? But
1: So you've got the camera uh, that's yep. on the aircraft, and then you've got the goggles that... Uh, again, folks are missing yeah. out who can't Everything. see these because they look like—I mean, just—I yeah. uh, don't even know the best way. It, it's the, the uh, VR headset, I- right? exactly the yeah. VR headset with all kinds of antennas and wires and coming out and very space-age, futuristic, sure. but it, essentially goggles that provide you a field of vision. For the feed from the camera.
2: Correct. Uh, and it's not HD like a lot of people think it is. It's a standard definition. Typically, it's about 600 TVL, uh, which is TV lines. Uh, it's less than 720. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, it's, it's really clear and, uh, crisp enough to pilot it in close proximity. Uh, and, and so, uh, so to be able to maneuver around trees or uh through a window, you know, through an abandoned building or something like that, uh or to uh fly obstacles like we set up for uh pylons or flags or, or air gates, uh it absolutely is that immersive uh marriage between what we say is the best of both worlds, uh uh virtual uh and reality in combination. So um, that's what draws a lot of people to it.
1: Well, one of the topics I'm definitely going to bring up with uh, Sidewinder when the Cleveland folks dial in is one of the projects they were flying around. They combined, well, one of my uh, reality TV obsessions, which is Ghost Hunter Ah. shows, Uh, even though, yes, I fully realize uh, unlike the – Similar to the movie uh, Ghostbusters that recently opened, or the re- reboot of it, uh, there really wasn't much to sing about on most of those shows. Right. Uh, but they flew, they did their racing in an abandoned uh, former, I think it was uh, mental hospital, and so kind of added a little bit of fun nice. element. To it. So, uh, Chris is sitting here nodding along because mm-hmm. Chris runs uh, FPV Live TV. So, he's part of the bringing you the racing not only through the goggles, but allowing viewers like me who do not quite race yet FPV to watch along. Logistically, That sounds like it would have been a little bit of a setup to have the networks and everything ready to go on an abandoned mental uh, <laughs> hospital.
3: Yeah, because you've got it, – it's not like Red Bull airplane racing where you, it's big airplanes and big pylons. These things are tiny, and they're flying through buildings. So there's a lot – you can do it. There are ways to set it up, your receivers and things like that, to get video of inside buildings, outside buildings, wherever. But y- you have to look at it like, okay, this is not standard sports. This is something totally different. Don't set up like a football game because it's not going to work. So you have to keep a very open mind and uh, get to the site and test it a lot, and then set your stuff up so that you can get the FPV feeds in, so you can, um, you know, so you can watch the race because. If you were even on site, you're not going to see the race because you're outside the building. You're not going to be inside. You're going to get hit by a quadcopter. So um, we try to bring it to to people at home so they can see exactly what the pilots are seeing.
1: Well, and we'll have to pick up with that right after this commercial break. Uh, You're listening to Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz on America's Web Radio.
5: Obamacare is failing. We all know that, but you need to know why and what you can do to get us back on the right track. Visit us at ObamacareWatch.org. This is Grace Marie Turner of the Galen Institute. Join us at ObamacareWatch.org. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not... So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com.
0: You're listening to America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
1: And welcome back. You're listening to Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz on America's Web Radio. And right before the break, I'm sitting here talking with Todd Wall of the Drone Racing Club and Chris with FPV Live TV. And we were getting into some of the excitements and mechanics that go into setting up for first-person view uh, racing with the uh, drones, but it's the quadcopters. that The one sitting in front of me and again i i feel bad if you're not able to watch the stream that you can't be here with us in the studio because i mean they're tiny little uh you know palm of your hand uh helicopter with cameras i mean they're they're ready and they're good to go so todd it, how does one if i want to start you know following and racing with the drone racing club yeah. what's my point of entry
2: uh uh so th- th- these small little ultra micros are probably the best starting point to be quite frank with you. Um I mean th- they're the
1: size of a-, a large iPhone.
2: Yeah, right. Uh I mean so a little bigger than a uh or a little smaller than the man's hand, you know, full grown man's hand. Uh it's about ninety millimeters in diameter from prop to prop. Uh it runs um uh it, here's what it does is it lowers the barrier to entry from a cost and a safety perspective and a what's called a compliance perspective with the FAA because it's so small uh and the parts are so easily available and uh and they're inexpensive like four motors on this are 12 bucks uh the props are a dollar for for uh, two sets. You know. And
1: how many props do you typically bring with you uh, when you're uh, racing?
2: Yeah, so props, uh, if you're talking full-size quad as opposed to the minis or the ultra-micros, full-size quad, that's probably the number one thing that you go through is uh, uh, rechargeable batteries. Uh, props are definitely uh, one of the most uh, invested things out there, and so a lot of pilots will use these new unbreakable props that merely bend. And you can bend them back into shape, but you lose some performance, uh, and you get more vibration out of them if if they're damaged a whole bunch.
1: And we're going to be teasing Chris a little bit because uh, Chris uh, demonstrated this was it this past weekend?
3: And last week, in the middle of last week. Uh,
1: what happens when uh, quad meets? telephone pole
3: i believe it was a telephone pole yes (laughs) you know (laughs) uh, uh, exactly
1: (laughs) that investigation is currently underway uh but a lot of the parts the frame for these i mean they can be 3d printed right
2: right. so this particular one uh if you're watching on the on the podcast i'm showing to the camera here uh the uh so we partnered with uh, West Georgia Tech and what's called the S- uh, Georgia Space Grant Consortium, which consists of NASA and Georgia Tech, to put on a Alpha Series workshop that is Drones for STEM Boot Camp and Challenge, which uh, uh, had enrollees of both teachers and professors from schools and colleges to come in and see how it was being orchestrated and, and, and uh, produced, in addition to students uh, that teamed up in, in pairs of two uh, into a team uh and they pretty much had to 3d print uh, the frame uh we gave them all the parts in a uh in an assembly bag and they had to uh, literally solder test tune and uh and fly learn to fly these uh, which have all the same elements of a full-size quad just kind of you know uh boiled down into the nuts and bolts and the simple aspect camera flight controller four motors the only thing it doesn't have is these are brushed motors as opposed to brushless which means uh this setup does not have what's called electronic speed controllers the electronic speed controller really is kind of built into the board and it's two wired instead of three and
1: now what does that do for those uh who are perhaps not as uh, quad-savvy.
2: Okay, so uh, a standard brushed motor, uh, tends to not react as well to throttle uh, input It's a little more sluggish um, It uh, and it's a lot less expensive right you don't have that extra component of the esc involved esc's are uh, uh, you know the electronic speed control it's like a little mini computer that determines how a brush motor uh, or brushless motor uh, runs and tells it hey you need to push forward push forward or go backward that type of thing or stop um, and so the the uh, most of the racing quads that we deal with at the drone racing club are are brushless and not brushed. Uh, brushed is a special kind of entry level, low cost way of getting started. You still get the, you know, uh, with the FPV, you still get the kind of the speeder bike in the woods, the pod racing effect through the goggles uh, uh, because of the the size uh, and the field of view of that camera makes it look like you're going 100 miles an hour.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah. and that it sounds like the perfect uh, the visual aspect because. It, where I live, there's just not a lot of places for me to fly. I mean, right. how did – that's great that y'all are able to partner up with West Georgia. Where are some of the other places that y'all have flown? I mean, because we met oh, – yeah. or I first became introduced to the Drone Racing Club at the Maker Fair. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. in Decatur and even in downtown Decatur yep. it, there are some cramped quarters.
2: Yep, yep. So uh, as far as doing what we normally fly which is anywhere from like a 180 size millimeter quad or multi-rotor to a 290 at the biggest typically. Uh, those are bigger than these of course. The Ultra Micro is a little bit different type of uh, uh, specification. But uh, uh, you need uh, generally uh, about a football field if you want to uh, have something other than a technical course of course you can do it on smaller scales uh, but typically that uh, reduces us to flying with smaller multi-rotors that have less top-end speed uh, but are more nimble right Uh, so if we have a football field uh, we can run some of the larger quads that have higher top-end speeds for straightaways and stuff so well
1: and chris for setting up kind of the visual for to make it more exciting for those at home uh, that are watching that aren't piloting, what what kind of setup do y'all need if you're if you're doing the live stream for both the audience that's watching, but also the audience watching from the comfort of their home?
3: Well, really, the best is a nice open field with not a lot of buildings where we can. But the
1: buildings are fun. The buildings are fun, <laughs>
3: but you can also build stuff that is also fun
2: yeah obstacles you can
3: build obstacles you know favorite obstacle well uh, probably mine and i just remember this i listened to another podcast yesterday up in canada they had a crane and one of the gates was at the top of the crane
1: so you had to weave in and out
3: right Right. wow all the way to the top like a roller coaster Uh so for me that's something you can put in a field where you're not having you know, crazy interference from metal buildings and all that kind of stuff.
2: Um, that was our buddy uh, uh, Joe Scully and David French from FPV racing events that did that. That was awesome, incredible. Now,
1: can can someone catch the video from that on sure. uh, FPV Absolutely. Live?
3: Absolutely. And that's that was one of my. That's the first conversation I had with Joe Scully. I was like, "Man, you got to put a camera up there." Yeah. Right. <laughs> they kind of didn't. It was kind of late in the game, they and they had the some equipment. weather issues yeah. before the race, so they didn't get to do that, but. Um I think it, they had a race out in France that kind of had the same thing, and I believe they had a camera on the top of their tower.
5: So. yeah
1: well, and I've seen online some of the, and heard talk of star Wars themed racing and sure. stuff like that when is when am I going to be able to do that at a drone racing club mm, event
2: it's coming i'll I'll just tell you I mean uh so uh good good uh uh friend of ours uh Bruce Daly uh with you uh they're coming up with kind of gamifying, uh, capturing the flag type of thing with drones, which will be interesting, without a doubt. And what it does is incorporates the VTX or the transmitter of the quad on a certain band and channel. Uh, It automatically sets a color on the quad uh, or a team color. And so the quads can go and actually capture flag like you would see in a first-person shooter. Uh, and it keeps track of the points on a central, you know, uh, processor. It's pretty neat. Something yet to be released. So I don't know well, if i was supposed to mention that or not. But, well, uh,
1: you're you know, amongst friends, yeah. and don't worry. Uh, we will not tell anyone well, else. Don't tell anybody, but so. uh, well, because I'm used to it, the information security conferences that I attend, when I hear "capture the flag," I'm thinking of more of the hacking uh, right. and the security mm-hmm. and systems. So, do y'all? see those kinds of elements coming into oh, yeah. you know it's messing with other fit, right? messing with other teams
2: oh okay i see what you're saying yeah. i don't know well, i mean so uh you know drone racing to me parallels esports across the board i mean it's uh it's a perfect uh, transition uh, it's a parallel uh esports being that uh you know those folks that uh spend a lot of time and effort uh playing either team games or individual games online uh like uh any of the first person shooters are a good example uh,
1: yeah, or roller derby yeah, roller is kind of what oh, yeah. I'm thinking of, okay. too, is mm-hmm. you know, you're allowed to kind of interfere and sure. oh, mean, yeah. encourage, right?
2: And, oh, there's a lot of that goes on in the racing, I'll just tell you. I mean, you, you vie for position in the air gate. You're coming through uh, a corridor that's uh, narrow. Uh, you're going to want to try and ed- ed- you know edge out uh, the other person without taking you out. I mean, of course, uh, I, and, you know, and a lot of it's in, in good spirit to gain position and not necessarily a, uh, uh, you know, trying to take them out of the air kind of thing but it happens without a doubt we saw some of that happen at uh, dr1 right yep. so. Oh,
1: yeah. and um, so i was gonna say so uh, chris where can i find a highlights reel of the i mean because i i know there are uh, i'm a formula one fan and i can find cool. the kind of f1 crashes uh, is fpv live going to be bringing us uh, you know great quad crash highlight reels
3: I've got lots of content, so I am sure sometime <laughs> in the near future there will be a crash yeah. compilation video.
2: So. Oh, and there's usually plenty of good crash video in tandem with any of the live streams. I mean, you'll see, uh, we'll capture uh, you know a leader or a second-place person chasing somebody and trying to throttle up and, and pursue, and they'll take a tumble. They'll hit the gate or take a tumble, and it's like, I mean, it's almost... Mind-boggling watching the tumble, <laughs> or if <laughs> Parts all I have to do
3: is put a gate or a camera anywhere near any of the gates, and they oh, will yeah. hit it. Yeah.
2: So no doubt.
1: Excellent. now, are there are there bonus points for hit direct <laughs> hits on the camera, or at least not from your perspective, right. it but not?
2: Flips <laughs> yeah. to after they hit my camera. Exactly, right. and, and uh, a, if the camera survives, right? Exactly.
3: We had a, a thing at uh, the dr One Invitational out in California where. We set a 3D camera or a 360 camera inside a cargo container that we're flying through, and and it's only you know a few inches high, and they hit it, <laughs> and they did a few flips, and came spitting out the other end of the cargo container, yeah. and wondering what the heck that had happened. Right. So it was it was dramatic and really, really cool. Yeah. So
1: it really is kind of like the, the games you've played, uh, even Mario Kart, kind yeah. of, with the, but live and in front of you. It's
2: sure. really very much so. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, without a doubt. It's only going to get more gamified uh i mean uh we know some folks aside from the capture the flag kind of concept uh uh, adding in uh, some overlays on on the goggles to you know maybe target or or acquire uh something excellent Uh,
1: excellent now and so if i want to find out more about uh the drone racing club what where should i go
2: uh, so we're found on Facebook, uh, you know, under the Drone Racing Club, uh, on meetup.com uh, forward slash DRC, as well as uh, the website. It's www.1drc.com.
1: So. Well, thank you. And then, Chris, I can find y'all. Was FPVLive.tv?
3: Correct. And Twitch, uh, we're starting to mess with that. Twitch slash FPVLive. Uh, search for us on YouTube. Excellent. We're we're pretty much everywhere. Twitter. Well,
1: we're about to head into a commercial break, and when we get back, we will continue the conversation with Todd and Chris, but also bring in, hopefully, Sidewinder from the Cleveland uh, Quad Squad. You're listening to America's Web Radio.
0: On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. Don't be hoodwinked
6: by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's web radio.
4: Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out, and when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a non-profit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government as well as those involved in legal cases have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you.
0: You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz on America's Web Radio. Catch us live each Wednesday from two to three, and podcasts available on AmericasWebRadio.com. And we've been talking today, breaking out of the box is what I call it, uh, looking at more the uh, entertaining uh, and sporting side of drones with first-person view racing. So previously, we've been talking with Todd Wall and with Drone Racing Club and Chris Humes with FPV Live TV and. Now we've got some of the high flying pilots with us on the line as well. I'd like to welcome Scott Heisenberg, Matt Sidewinder from the Cleveland Quad Squad FPV. Gentlemen, welcome.
6: Welcome. Hey. How's it going?
1: And uh, so uh, of course we've being up in the Cleveland area and as the show is I would say streaming and taping. You'll have a little bit of political action going, and the FAA has declared it a no drone zone. Has that put a has that rained on your parade any this week? Um,
0: actually, Go
6: ahead, it has. Yeah, I'm going. Um, actually, it has. Uh, we usually have like practices on Thursday, and due to the RNC this week, we actually had to uh, cancel practice and they do have that thirty nautical mile. Um, no fly zone from the downtown area.
1: Wow! So once again, uh, we can blame politics for uh, ruining <laughs> the fun.
2: <laughs> Gotta love it. Eh? Yeah, what about what about indoor sure. venues, guys? Do you guys have any indoor venues you could fly?
6: Uh, we indoor. We don't really have any indoor places except for Tiny Whoop. So we use each other's houses. We got a bunch of Tiny Whoop. We fly around, and that, that's how we get our fix in for this week.
2: There's a tiny whoop. I've got a tiny whoop right in front of the camera, so people can see at home. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for
1: those
6: following Or, or we drive 35 miles and we're good to go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 31.5, right? No. <laughs>
1: now, and so how, how do you all find the locations where the team's going to practice? Or uh, as I've been bragging about earlier on the show, I mean, when you all do some of your kind of cool uh, off-site practices or flying how do y'all identify spots to go
6: well uh we have a main spot in strongville ohio that uh we actually got permission from the local law enforcement there to set up our track and have people come there and race with us um it's nothing like official ama field or anything like that so that's been working out pretty well so far and uh, all the other law, law enforcement in Cleveland know about us. So we got a couple parts around the area in Cleveland that we go to, but the main one's the one in Strongsville.
1: So they know about you not because you're on wanted posters. It's because y'all are engaging <laughs> everyone. In.
6: Yeah.
1: I mean, and not that that's a bad thing, but, you know, uh, have y'all practiced your poses for when you're on the wanted posters?
5: Oh,
6: my God. <laughs> Scott's pretty good at that. He's got some good poses that I'm sure would make people laugh if they were on a poster. I was going to say, so,
1: Neil, I take it you have a pretty good game face. I mean, how do you psych out the other pilots when you're going to compete?
6: Well, that's Scott's expertise. I'll
2: let him take that over. Yeah, Heisenberg
6: to the line. They know when I'm coming up to the line.
2: <laughs> that's all it takes, right? Yeah. Uh, we have.
6: We, go ahead.
1: Oh no! Tell us. Do you have an at bat song? I mean, no. uh, just intimidate, intimidate, and bring the broken pieces of your competitors' craft with you. I mean. <laughs>
6: play not the Top Gun uh, song? If it's broke, I'll pick it up in the field for them if they need me to <laughs> and bring it right to them. Not a problem.
1: Well, we were talking about that some of the more, before y'all joined, on kind of where folks see this going. And Todd was sharing it, you, be it kind of capture the flag or battling. I mean, are y'all practicing well, things like that or seeing it?
6: Well, uh, one of the things we like to do is uh, we like to... Uh, kind of it's city to city we we want to see where okay cities are starting to get drone teams now we can go to say we we fly in akron a lot that's one of our uh competitors or actually they're friends but we got a friendly competition with them
1: oh and there's nothing friendly about like competition Cleveland having
6: their own crew akron having their own crew or you know even texas other states you know and then we'll just have a little friendly rivalry yeah, yeah. The
1: Cleveland Quad Squad already took out Pittsburgh, so there you go. That, that was a plus. I mean, if if Cleveland's going to dominate in basketball, I mean, y'all need to dominate in other things as well, right? <laughs>
6: exactly. yeah, yeah, yep. yep.
1: Now, have y'all? Are there any uh, clubs? I mean, because I'm going to be biased a little bit towards the ATL because that's where <laughs> our studios are, but. Uh, our sports teams aren't really known for winning championships, especially of late. Uh, who who do we need to get practicing down here? I mean, are there teams that y'all are impressed with?
6: Um, you? the drone drone side of it, I think uh, you have Mr. Steel and Finger Swarm and them down out of the Atlanta oh, yeah. crew, Geto and all those guys. Uh, They're we'll pretty see. cool guys, but we could we could be a rival with them. Not a problem.
1: Absolutely. I mean, uh, Stinger Swarm and I have had the pleasure of chatting at different STEM events and things. So I'm perfectly comfortable with y'all trash talking and, uh, throwing the gauntlet because I invite them to, uh, show up and, uh, you know, put up.
6: <laughs>
2: Shut up oh, and put yeah, up. Right?
6: Yeah. yeah, give a little back. They're good guys though. But oh, I mean, when, he, when yeah. we step on the field, you're going to want to, you know, you want that competition. It's great.
2: That's right. Yep. You know, uh, that's what it's all about, right? Competing. I mean, uh, challenging. Yeah, exactly. And, and, exactly. Uh, yeah. we're,
6: fr- we're all friends. I mean, just like, you oh, know, yeah. if, if we were going up against a guy, even Matt can tell you, Sidewinder, he could tell you. I don't care who it is. If it, Just say they, they, it came down to us two against or one of us against one of them, and they didn't have a backup quad. I'm pretty sure Matt would be like, hey, use mine. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. He he want you want to see who's going to win?
2: Yeah, well, exactly. Perfect perfect example of that is when we went to Megadrone X, uh, uh, brain drain. Uh, unfortunately, had to leave, uh, and but the flight was delayed before the end of the race. Uh, they took his bags and didn't give them back to him, so he came back to the track uh, for the finals. And uh, a couple of the guys from uh, the Detroit Motorworks uh, group. Uh, Lena McQuad and tested and tuned it right there and let it oh, yeah. fly. It was cool. So
6: well, and that's it's I, yeah, I remember that actually. <laughs> yeah, I was actually down in Megadrone X for that, and Joe Joe from Detroit Multirotor. That's another great guy in the business. Oh yeah, he's a great well, dude. Yes, he is. Great, great group of so. people. It, like, you know?
1: it sounds like y'all really get to know uh, the pilots, or you know, other teams and going to all the different competitions. I mean, they're all over the country. I mean, has, what else do y'all have up on your agenda? What's next for the um, team?
6: Uh, next is the Flymore Invitational, which is in North Carolina, Charlotte, this weekend. We're actually going to make the road trip down there, start out Friday. Um, the racing's going to be done on Saturday, and the top two spots get to go to Drone National. so we're hoping one of our guys get to take it.
1: And Drone Nationals are going to be, that's what's going to be aired on ESPN, correct? I mean, making kind of the drone racing debut? Correct.
6: Correct. Oh, yeah. New York, correct.
1: Now, do y'all have, uh, are teams getting matching jackets and uh, colors or, nah, it's whatever you have?
6: Oh, yeah, Um, we got got our own banners and everything to hang out. We got our own... uh, Logo. We got our own page on YouTube. Everybody can check it out.
1: Well, um, and uh, what we, should they we look for, just for as, on YouTube? We
6: just as, go ahead.
1: No, what what should they search under to find y'all?
6: Um, you can look under Sidewinder FPV. You can look under Heisenberg FPV. You can look under Cleveland Quad Squad. It's it's on there, and uh, you guys check it out. It's pretty cool.
1: Well, thank you. Absolutely. We were just, we
6: were just at flight test with uh, Joe, actually, and uh, Eric Monroe. Who else was there? Steele. <laughs> Chad, you had Tepper, and you had Chad, and Yeah, did. yeah. Yep.
1: Now, um, is it, I was going to say... Is it like in NASCAR where everyone has? I mean, there's the villains. There's the. <laughs> um, and we were talking before about Formula One. Uh, uh, not, I am. That's... I'm not a Hamilton fan, uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not a Mercedes uh, McLaren fan. Uh, does the right, same
6: right.
1: follow through with FPV? Who Who's the best villain right now?
6: Villain. Uh. I don't know if we got any
2: villains. No, right I now. wouldn't say any villains, but, I mean, there are some good top rivals, though. I mean, uh, so oh, usually... Oh, yeah,
6: they got great lines. Right?
2: Yeah, so we've got uh, yeah, I mean, Sean Taylor, uh, Night Fury typically is going head-to-head against uh, our buddy Brain Drain, uh, Brian Morris. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a typical rival right there. And they give jabs at each other a little bit. Uh, McKenna McClure, uh, oh, yeah. you know, uh, Mack, uh, Cody Code Red, uh, uh, Mattson. You know, there's a couple more in there. Now,
1: are there so. the in the music industry? You have sort of the Twitter wars. Uh, do you see that as well?
6: Oh, we got to start some of that now. That's sure.
2: right. <laughs> for sure. That's it. Uh,
1: I was gonna say between
2: throw some jabs out there. Uh,
1: you know, you've got to have a little fun with it because uh, y'all didn't catch any ghosts. I was kind of disappointed. Uh, on tell us a little bit about how y'all found that. Uh, you know, location I mean it seemed like it had a lot to offer but just go, looking for a little bit of fun I
6: wonder, let her know. yeah Um. well we got a, a guy that we just picked up on our team recently he's real good at uh, freestyle Ian is his name uh, we call him Trash and uh he was one day he was just talking to me he's like dude we need to go to some epic locations so i was like well what do you got in mind and he's like we have this old tuberculosis hospital out in akron do you guys want to go and i was like oh for sure let's go let's see what, what we can do and uh it was really intimidating walking up to it said no trespassing and uh i always re- remembered mr Steele. one of his vlogs he's like well, if it says no trespassing and you think you're only going to get a, a slap on the wrist, go for it. So, And again, reminding
1: people, <laughs> this is not legal advice. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If no, y'all no, need no referrals... No
5: legal advice here, none. None. Yeah.
1: Well, if y'all need referrals, out. I can give them. But so... <laughs> you'll, yeah, exactly. Y'all enter, Boy, it, blow right past the yeah, no it, trespassing it, signs.
6: Correct. And uh, come to find out, we did our video and then... Um, couple days later rotor ride actually contacted us at flight fest and it was like hey can we go back there and i was like well it says no trespassing as long as everybody's cool with it everybody was down we end up going there tommy was flying chad nowak they're all flying and we actually had a caravan of police cars three or four that pulled up <laughs> on us like oh, speeding through the parking lot you hear screeching tires we're like what is going on and uh, as soon as I told them, you know, Tommy's signed a Mountain Dew. Don't you know who this guy is? They were like, oh, let's go on a ride. And we actually have pictures of the police officers wearing the goggles. And they were that really cool. They were like, usually great. we get vandalized people breaking stuff and spray painting. And well, if you guys are just flying, just go ahead and fly. No problem. There yeah.
1: you go. Well, we are about to jump into a commercial break. And with that, uh, we will leave you all on the run and be right back and pick up. You're listening to Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz.
4: It seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to
2: 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com.
0: On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com.
5: This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you
1: so welcome back to buzz oh. off with lawyer liz and we, right before the commercial break i believe we were there was uh lines of police cars uh screeching <laughs> up to where y'all were racing that uh you know it, it, by the end of the conversation nobody left in handcuffs uh y'all had them with uh, goggles and racing huh
2: that's how you woo the police uh, yeah. right what was that? So that's how you woo the police, right?
6: Oh it was, yeah! For it sure. Actually, it actually, was the way we wooed them. As soon as they had those goggles on, you know, which my cousin actually thought it was pretty funny. You had these three cops, they all wearing goggles, basically blindfolded, with all these guys around them. But you know, it.
1: I've seen the picture on yeah. the Facebook page. It's uh, I had yeah. wondered about the story, and now we know. <laughs>
2: oh yeah. yeah. Good they stuff. were
6: they were really cool. They gave us no issues. You know, as long as you're kind to them, man, and you're not causing any harm, there's really no harm in flying. You know, we're not breaking stuff. We're not destroying stuff. We're not. We're breaking our, our stuff. own stuff. Exactly. That's right.
1: <laughs> well, and, and y'all raise a good point that we had talked a little bit about on a prior show with the quad that crashed out in California and how really when you pause and engage and educate both the community as well as law enforcement and Mm -hmm. really let them know hey we're not out to be dangerous this is what we're doing that you receive a much warmer reception i mean have y'all found that to be the case Uh, obviously you did that day but in other instances as well
6: yeah, definitely. Every time you know we get approached by people or police officers or anything, once you throw a pair of goggles on them, they they see it as you know you're, you're doing yeah, no they, harm. Yeah, they want to know how much, where they yeah. can get one, and we tell them that you know they're they're not going to be able to cover the cost. They don't want to hear <laughs> that, so we send them the wrong way to an e scene. They get mad at us.
5: <laughs>
1: no. Well, you know, and uh, so the better question is, when y'all are racing, how min like how much backup equipment do you have with you?
6: Um, right now I have let's see, I got my main rig I race, and then I have two backups, and then a book bag full of spare parts. So I got three ready to go, and then the rest just spare parts, you know, just in case I blow an ESP or bend a motor shaft or something like that yeah we we got multiple parts of multiple things and then like me I got my back I got my main rig and then I got my pop my secondary rig and then I'm going to pick up another one today this afternoon that I'm borrowing from a friend just in case.
2: So what do you guys fly? Just curious this is Todd by the way.
6: Um, um, go ahead Matt I'll uh, go right now I uh, my main rig is a uh, Fort X by Detroit Multirotor. Um, I built two identical for racing That way if one goes down I can pick up the next one It flies the same And then I also have a QAV two 210 That I was my main rig But now it's back on the back burner For like freestyle Put a GoPro on it And do all that kind of stuff
2: So are these yeah, X-frames X X or H-frames? X-frames or H-frames? Frame.
1: And that's no. referencing the shape of it yeah. Be it the letter X or the letter H So are y'all using which ones?
6: Uh, the he's yeah, he's, he's using X all day long. Yep, I I I I'm veering toward the X, but I I really do enjoy my 210. It's got the it's all kissed out. It's it goes it, it rides pretty good, man. It takes turns good. It it flows really well. I enjoy it, and uh, I did I was rocking the Vortex, but it's just like a big brick. It's well, like super slow. I mean, you put a, big a 4S brick. on it, and you can drop hey, you can make anything fly, right? Plastic on that thing off.
2: Huh? So you can make anything fly, right? A big brick, right? See? Oh,
6: yeah, yeah, for sure. Upgrade those motors, everything else. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be... I'll have the 210, the Vortex, and I'll have the Greyhound with me when well, I hit North Carolina.
1: I was going to say, and we're... Buzz off with Lawyer Liz. We're chatting with Heisenberg and Sidewinder from the Cleveland Quad Squad, as well as uh, Todd Wall from Drone Racing Club and Chris with FPV View. I mean, Chris, what are you looking for with the epic uh, footage? I mean, we were talking before a little bit about the epic crashes. Uh, what, from what these guys have been describing, I mean, what really makes the footage for you?
3: Um. I like horses where guys stay in the air, and so the, <laughs> yeah. because you know crashes are great, but if you've got a, a second place pilot that's right behind the first place pilot, and we're streaming the li- you know the FPV feed, that makes for some really good video. And if you've mm-hmm. got a commentator that can, you know, tell everybody exactly what's happening and what turn they're on and how much time they've got left to make that pass at the last minute, you know, now you're getting toward. You know more of a, an actual you know NASCAR or f1 or you know a racing scene. Bonafide sport it's a, yeah. a bonafide sport so yeah. you know keep them in the air and keep them close and that's the best video we'll
1: say and so Scott and Matt how do y'all practice so that you can maintain and kind of give that excitement the edge to it
6: 20 20 batteries a day <laughs> yeah and, and we try to at least get a couple packs a day we shoot for 20 a day. Um, and then the, the most important part we found out with a team, if you're going to try to build a team, is you got to set a, a designated day weekly because everybody's got to practice weekly. There's no, you know, okay, I'm going to go and try, fly circles. It's got to be set up a course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got to either set up a course, put some gates up, even if it's two gates so you can practice your hairpin turns, and, and you got to do that consistently because once you drop the consistency out of it, you're, you're not going to be as uh, – I'm trying to look for a word. As fluent. flowing, Yeah, fluent, fluent. Fluent in it, correct. Yes.
1: Well, as I say, so, again, we're going to knock NASCAR just a little bit. You're not just making left turns. I mean, you're going through obstacles. Are you all setting up the courses to practice in the backyard or uh, – how how do y'all design those and know what are you looking ahead to the next race?
6: We 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 draw them out before we get to the field. The day that day of, we're gonna go and Matt usually draws one up or like like what two weeks ago, Matt, we set up the the UTT one. Correct. We set you up know, the UTT one and we ran with that and let people do that and see what the tracks are like. Blah blah blah. And then we hit, this past weekend, we went to the UTT2. And we actually pulled times in those. Me and Matt, we got official times, we're on the board. So, uh, Matt pulled a 10.88. I pulled a 11.33. We know the top score is 8.8. Well, as I say, so now but, did
1: the, uh, team members who didn't, uh, get on the board, did they have to do extra laps at the next <laughs> practice? <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: like football oh, no, yeah. two a days. They, they have to fly oh, nice. until they puff their pack. Is what we're going to do. We're
6: yeah. going to tell them that you told us to do that, and we're going to go ahead and do exactly.
2: that. Next
1: Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> at lawyer Liz, uh, safely ensconced in Atlanta. Uh,
5: <laughs> okay. Okay. I will uh, <laughs> trash
1: talk from the peanut gallery. Uh, it, that's the best I can do, but yes, I think two a days are in order uh, because, you know, it, of course we're going to make sure that uh, some of the other folks, uh, Stinger Swarm and Schizo and the rest, know that uh, the Gauntlet has been dropped. Uh, challenged <laughs> Oh so. yeah,
6: is, is Todd or Chris going to North Carolina? Either
1: one. No,
2: we uh, we won't be uh, in North Carolina. We're prepping for our uh, Division Two. 2B, and 1A, actually, um, finals. So wait. Yep. Okay, cool.
1: So in North Carolina, you for those of us who are not qu- getting our first introduction, is that leading up to the Drone Nationals?
6: Uh, Correct, yes. you yeah. gotta you got to qualify. you got to place the top two, get a ticket to go. And I think top three get points in the North American Cup for the Worlds or something like that.
1: Oh, wow. And so the – Drone Nationals are going to be in New York, is it?
6: Yeah, right. Island. Island. Yep.
1: Okay. And so where's the world competition going to be?
6: Uh, Hawaii, actually. Yeah.
1: That, is, that is rough. I mean,
6: <laughs>
1: uh, are y'all worried about distractions? Should you make it that far? I mean, uh, does humidity play into plans? Hmm.
6: We're, no, we're, right, we're, we're, we're always, we're, we're from Cleveland, so there's always an next year.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs>
6: yeah, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> right, Absolutely. Right now, we're actually, we're just taking it one day at a time, you know. <laughs> it's, it's been working out great for us so far, you know, just say yes to the next thing and get on, you know, these podcasts or, you know, get to events, just get our name out there. Worlds, it, you know, it, it's a nice thought. But, uh, you know, we're not really focused on that. Just focus on the next event, which is this
1: weekend. Well, thank you. And thanks, gentlemen, for joining us on Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz. It's great. Glad Now Now that you've gone ghost hunting, though, is there, real quick before we jump off, uh, where's the next ad- unique adventure going to be?
6: Uh-huh. You know where it's gonna be. It's North gonna Carolina, to right? Mohican. Uh, well that, yeah, that's number one, but then when we get back we're gonna hit up a state park called Mohican.
1: Ah, there you go. Well, we will look they got for, a lot of
6: nice.
1: I'll say uh, look forward a lot of to nice, the video. Absolutely. You can find uh, the Cleveland Quad Squad on Facebook, as well as the Drone Racing Club and FPV View. This is Lawyer Liz thanking you for joining us. Thanks to America's Web Radio, my law firm, Halby Smith. And tune in next time to buzz off
5: with Lawyer Liz. This is America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.